Xbox Live will be featuring more advertisements. Valve's new free-to-play model is a little different, and at least one retailer is going to play ball with publishers. All that, plus more, on today's MASHcast. edition of the Mash Those Buttons MASHcast. I'm Jarrett. I'm here with senior editor Rob Hill-Williams. Hello, everybody. And I'm also here with podcast host and contributor Mikey Kenny. Hey, what's up? Yes, uh, Nick couldn't be with us today. He's doing something important. It better be important, regardless. <laughs> but um, this is uh, the big 5-0 MASHcast number 50. We just can't celebrate the same way because Nick's not here. He's usually the happy one. We're all like 50. Yay. Yay. Nick, Nick would have been like, yay. See, I can't even, I can't even, you know, imitate the, the, the Nick Zollinkevich happiness. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I've got champagne and streamers and those little fucking like New Year's thing. <laughs> I'm just having a really good time on mute, though. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt the flow oh, of the mashcast with course. all that celebrating. Yeah, S- sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Rob, what you been playing? Uh, a few things. Uh, been playing The Witcher Two. The game is really good. <laughs> it's just, it's a really good game. Um, Risen Two, which the review is up on the site now. Um, if anybody who read the review and somehow felt offended at what I said about the game, sorry, I guess, because I made the mistake of looking at some of like forum comments and stuff like that about the review, and I it's it's weird to me because it's like I didn't I I didn't not have fun playing the game, but there was shit wrong with the game, <laughs> like there was stuff that was wrong with the game, and I would love to say that every game is perfect, but it wasn't. That doesn't mean that you ha- you cannot enjoy it, that I'm outlawing you enjoying it. You can enjoy the game. It's okay. I played it all the way through. I must have enjoyed it a little bit. Um, but it was a game. It was it just wasn't great. I wouldn't spend $60 on it myself. So, you know, there it is. Um, also been playing Super Monday Night Combat. Uh, yeah, I've been playing Disgaea 3, like the actual PS3 one. Uh, mm, Disgaea. Yeah, I just uh, Katie's been playing the one for Vita, so I, I was like, man, bug bit me a little bit, so I started playing it again. Um, also been playing Borderlands because mm. excited about Borderlands two, and gonna and been playing the FIFA add-on, the UEFA Euro 2012. Uh, they did it as a DLC this year. I'll have a review out soon, so yeah, look for that. That's it. That's what I've been playing. Nick, what about you? Oh, womp womp. Oh, <laughs> snap. Snap. Can't even uh, defend himself, but we're going to cut him down anyway. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, well, Mikey, let's move to you. What have you been playing? Uh, I just finished playing Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery for uh, Steam. Meh. <laughs> you done with it already? It's that short? Uh. What is, what is our policy? We're supposed to play it for 10 hours. I beat it in six, and I spent two hours alt-tabbed looking for a graphical problem with my graphics card with the game. So, Well, it is an iOS game. So, Yeah, that's, like, yeah that's that, yeah. it's an iPad. It's an iOS game transferred to uh, Steam. So, I mean, meh. It's just it, meh. <laughs> meh. I like getting the cheater cheating award, but, you know. Well, tell them what you did. Uh, so I don't want to ruin the game though, but, uh, there's this thing that you can, there, there's in session, there's four sessions in this game in session three. The only way to finish it is to basically, I don't want to give away the puzzle, but I mean, you basically have to, huh? Be vague. Uh, you basically have to do something outside of the game or wait for something outside of the game to occur. So you can continue. Well, I have to finish the game, obviously. So I did something. I did the something outside of the game to force the event to occur. But the oh, game read that I did that, so it gave me the cheater cheater award achievement. Oh, yeah. So I get, we. I think it's safe to say that it was time based. What you had to do. It was. Uh, oh yeah. We'll we'll say that it was time based. So I fixed the clock on my computer, and it read that I did yeah, that. But you're and, not telling them exactly which puzzle it is. What they have to do. Yeah, and there's actually you have to do it like twice to complete two different like scenarios in just session three, and it's kind of ridiculous. Or you can but just they, wait, but or you your can case, wait. Your case you can you wait, not wait, cheat, you know, but I mean, you cheated. I did cheat, but you know what? I did he, it. He did it, I did for, it you. for the site. Yeah, you know, you did it for you guys. Because you know, everybody wants to see that review. I know, right? Um, I also obviously been playing Blaze Blue. Uh, Skullgirls, but uh, I actually went back and started playing Persona Three, Fez again. That Has is not one of the best games ever, huh? That's one of the best games ever. It's just cool to put a gun to your head and summon a demon. I mean, <laughs> uh, Persona Three and Four, are like my favorite games, like on PS4, on PS2. I like, I really hope they put Persona Four as a PS2 classic, just so I can stop using my PlayStation Two. <laughs> Or uh, Persona or Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. I wish they would bring that back too in some form or fashion. Nocturne was. I would love to see them put those games on like Vita, like or, or heard, just on the PS. Isn't, isn't there like word going about about Persona Four Vita possibly happening since they did Persona One, Two, and Three on PSP? Maybe. I mean, it um, would make sense, but who knows? I don't know. Atlas likes money; they'll probably do it. But uh, Jarrett, what you been playing? Ghost Recon Online, that's really all I had time for. And that's really only because um, a friend of mine, live and uh, editor from the site, he, uh, he got a key and we played. And uh, yeah, still an awesome game. They had a data problem where they lost some data, but I'm glad they lost the data because I bought a sniper rifle I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> and so they lost everything up until a certain point, and it was that, it was that day. Though the, the the extent was that day that I bought that damn sniper rifle that I didn't want. So you lucked out. Everybody uh, else got screwed. I, not only did I <laughs> luck out, I also got a thousand RP, which is the in-game currency, and like a whole bunch of stuff, like a whole bunch of armor tags and stuff like that. 
which are very important in game. You can add armor tags to modify your armor so you can make it tougher or go faster or be more resistant to this or that. So I really made out in that deal. I made yeah. out very, very well. Sorry for all the guys that didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, like, hey, sorry for the people who lost, like, more. Like, there's some people who probably bought tons of stuff in that time. But hey, it's yeah. a it's a beta. That's why like, I, I if I was if I were certain people, I would not be buying anything at all right now. <laughs> in the in the closed beta, forget about it. Yeah. But um, we had some really good times playing. Um, there are definitely there's so there's so much shit that needs to get balanced in that game because <laughs> we had one guy who just ruined a few games for us because he was running around with an extremely unbalanced weapon. And he was a pain in the ass. And he was a douchebag on top of that. <laughs> so we took extra pleasure and like that's, telling that's him. usually what happens though. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like they're never like really games. nice people that do that. They're never like, Oh, I'm sorry, I had to go save a kitten from a fire in a burning building and, and rescue a baby. Like they're just assholes. <laughs> well the thing is like usually I mean you can have the guy who's like, you know, using the exploit or using the unbalanced weapon running around killing people and they can be quiet or they can just hit you with a LOL if you complain. But then you, he just like, he's like, yeah, I'm the fucking man. I'm going to go blow the roof off this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was fucking like, you know, John Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like that. Like, he was talking so much shit. So, like, when we caught him, like, you know, on a one-on-one, uh, like, because most of the time he was sneaking up behind people, and he had a gun. He had a, basically what happened was that he had a light, like a submachine gun. So he was able to move around really fast. He combined that with the with the stealth cloaking ability, so he was walking around with that pretty quickly. And then on top of that, the machine, the, the gun shoots really fast, which is, I mean, that's acceptable because it's a submachine gun. But the amount of damage and the accuracy of the gun is what made it overpowered combined with all that stuff. So that's the thing. Like if we caught him one on one on one, like where he wasn't behind, I'm like, you know, we usually kill him. You know, I know I haven't popped him in the face a couple times. But it was just like it was. It really, really was annoying. But other than that, in the other matches that we were playing, it was like really cool. Like you know, it go is. It's it really shows that in that game you just can't lone ranger. You have to talk. You have to communicate. Like you I mean you have to communicate more than Counter Strike, Team Fortress, um, Battlefield. You have to communicate more than that. Like there was not a single match where I was not on voice comms talking to my team. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's once they balance everything out, it's going to be an awesome game. Actually, I just saw that they um they're setting up uh like a website, uh, you know, where if you're logged into Ghost Recon or if you have a Ghost Recon account, you can log into the website from any browser and customize your weapons. You can buy new stuff, try new stuff out, customize your weapons, customize your guy. And then when you get into the game, it's all ready for you to go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, More so. things to waste my time at work with, I guess. And that's yeah, sad. exactly. Like, no, I can't take that call. <laughs> you know? But, you I know, edit this gun. I, I'm saving the world here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I've been playing. I did get a chance to play a little StarCraft, but that was about it. You know, that's on my unmentionable list, but yep. But uh, let's move on from that. Let's actually start getting into our topics. Uh, first up, uh, we have a little uh, uh, news from NVIDIA, basically saying some things that we already knew, saying that the the power of the Xbox 360 will be coming to mobile, which we already knew. We knew, you know, that's inevitable. But NVIDIA saying, you know, it's going to be coming to mobile by 2014. 
not a big surprise simply for the fact that that you know you know that's that's that was at nine years at that point nine years that you know nine years so that's not really you know that big of a deal one thing i did think was kind of funny that you know uh you know it was it was stated in this article that nvidia says that they might even be able to catch up to p up you know uh the pc after a few years after 2014 that's that's a stretch exactly (laughs) (laughs) like are we talking like like old piece like what kind of pc are y'all running that's comparing this to i have no idea like that's a bit of a stretch if you ask me simply one in terms of form factor you know if the the, like the, the graphics cards on the pc are bigger so whatever tech you have at that time like that whatever tech you have at that time that's going to be able to you know make that mobile device powerful how many of those can you put onto one pc graphics card to make it that much more powerful yeah you know and then on top of that let's say magically they had they had top of the line pc graphics on a mobile device you how are you going to be how are you going to start a game and instantly not power your phone off yeah the battery is going to like 3 minutes yeah, you know, and like, is it's gonna put, sit- you can put all sorts of stuff into a mobile device right now, probably. Really, it's just balancing it out with the power consumption. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's. <laughs> and, uh, and a mobile device without a good battery has been shown time after time again. If the battery dies too fast, it doesn't freaking matter how good that device is. If there's not enough time to enjoy what you're what you've got, then it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know? It really doesn't. See, I think this is more of a. Uh, it should be more of a wake-up call for the next-gen consoles uh, creators, and the reason I say that is because yes, when the next-gen consoles come out, they are going to wipe the floor with whatever like mobile is out in 2014. But the thing is, mobile will be progressing while the consoles are sitting. Yeah, you know that's the that's the thing they have. Yeah, exactly. So that's you know it's probably going to take a shorter amount of time for the new for like you know once the next gen consoles come out it's probably going to take a shorter amount of time for mobile to reach that than it did for mobile to reach the 360 plat you know that plateau but that's why i i think i think oh no, i shouldn't say i think i hope the next gen, you know microsoft and sony really think about putting expansion slots into their <laughs> into their devices they right. really need to that that really needs to happen guys other than that like the, what the analysts are saying is probably going to be it's probably going to come true unless you stop with this whole 10 year life cycle thing but i highly doubt they stop that behavior because of the cost of, like that is going to the cost to make these things yeah to be fair though i kind of like the 10 year life cycles so that way i don't have to buy a console like every you know i i plus then i still can guarantee that my ps3 is going to have content for it even when the PS4 is out, so I don't have to make that day one buy of a new console, you know. Well, that's why that's why consumers like it because that it, there's some stability there. It's not like a PC where, sure, you 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 upgrade and you spend a bit of money, you can be good for a while, but eventually, you know, you're gonna have to upgrade to be able to play things that are gonna come out on PC. Whereas console, there's always gonna be a baseline. Like, you have a 360, you can play a 360 game. Period. So. I mean, like, it, it's weird because, I mean, like, if you start getting into them having, like, expansion slots or, uh, like, hot swappable, like, components and stuff like that, basically making it more of a PC, just kind of like a, an idiot-proof PC almost, 
but then you're going to get people who like don't get it. You know, they yeah. don't they don't even understand. So it's kind of like you kind of it almost misses the boat a little bit because some people just, you know, aren't that savvy. Um, if they were that savvy, they'd probably have a PC, <laughs> like I, or a real PC. I don't know. I think if Microsoft can, if they can teach people to change the hard drive on the 360, they can come up with something for an expansion slot for for graphics or for processing. You'd be amazed how many people <laughs> lost the ability to be able to change a hard drive when they brought out the slim version of that system. Oh no, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I know some people fucked it up. But I was expecting more. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like I was expecting more. Like I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I just do I put it in the port? Like what am I supposed to do? Well, that's yeah. another thing you got to think about is the mom and dad factor. Like they have to buy this console for their kid at some point, or if the, that is the, the kids case. are gonna be fine. The kids are the well, ones like, probably replacing these things. Most likely, yeah. But then you gotta think. Well, then the parents are thinking. Well, then I have to if this game comes out that requires. Such and such expansion, then they have to buy the expansion for that, and then do all that, and all, and they don't want to dump more money than they already have. To them, in their minds, a console should be: I bought it, I'm done. I might have to buy some controllers and games, and that's it. Yeah, because even with like something you're replacing on a regular basis, like uh, like iThing or you know some smartphones and stuff of that nature, like you're replacing a whole device. Like they're never ever asking you to change anything. In your cell phone or whatever, like you take a smartphone and you go get another one, like the person at the counter at, you know, T-Mobile or AT&T or Sprint or whoever takes your smart, (laughs) even takes your SIM card out and puts in your new, your new phone, you know, if it's applicable and life goes on. So like, even there, like people aren't used to like doing stuff (laughs) with their product. They just want a product and it does the thing. They're not used to it, but the learning curve isn't that slick but on top no, of that you can, you can teach people but like how like is the cost like you know for teaching people or the potential loss like is it does that balance out i guess is the real question i i think it will if if like if you instead of buying a new console um you know you can just you know upgrade certain parts and on top of that even like for you know we compare it to pc which you know will be more like a pc but the thing is just because a new card is out doesn't mean that you have to switch to it. Just like now, like, I mean, I, I built a new PC this year, but even if I didn't, uh, my old PC that I actually built back in 2007, uh, with, when I didn't switch any parts out until, you know, this year when I built a whole new PC, that that still runs games, just not the greatest. Like, I would have probably had to run Battlefield in the lowest settings. But right. still. But, in that, but that was from 2007. But now you also got to think, well, if all we have to do is expand parts and just buy new things, then what's the point of like having then the PS5? Because if that's PS- when you get your major, major upgrades. That's when you get like, you know, new motherboards with faster buses and new ports and faster, like, you know, like, you know, just C- like straight up CPUs. Like that's when you get your major upgrades. Yeah, I think the only real thing that strikes me as like being a problem with it is that is mostly the, the factor of right now there's that there there's that baseline that assuredness that no matter what game you get or no matter what you do that you'll be able to play that system play that game on your system if you right. start adding components and stuff depending on how far you go you get to you you run the risk of like getting beyond the point where either it makes sense to have the hard swappable stuff or you have games that don't support maybe you know what the system originally came out with and now you have people that are confused because they don't want to change anything 
and there's now you have like a variance that wasn't there before. You I know, can't. I can't see that happening on a console because I mean it's kind of like a. In that aspect, it's kind of like a Mac where you can switch. Well, it's like a Power Mac where you can switch certain things out, but the the variations are so low. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so little variations because we're not talking about coming out with a new card every year. But you know the variations are so low where it's a lot easier to control, you know, and do tests with uh, those specific parts and those specific, you know, drivers. It's not like PC in the aspect of even if you let's for example, if you have a a graphics card, right? Let's say somebody gets the GeForce 680 GTX, okay, but they get it from EVGA, and then I have one from let's say, well, they they don't they no longer exist, but let's say BFG. You know what I'm saying? Those two different, those two cards with the same exact chipset, but made by two different manufacturers, can have two totally different sets of problems based on the game and the drivers. You know, yep. where, where, yeah, but like the, what I'm saying is like for like you know, if Microsoft is is they, if they're producing their own cards, which I'm assuming they will, or at least only pick one provider to make their own card, it's less that people, ha- it's it's you know, it's a less chance of things screwing up, and for the developers to develop for, it'll be a lot easier. Of course, you're going to have people like Mad Cats making the expansion stuff, too. And that's your own fault <laughs> if you buy that. <laughs> so. Hey, they make good arcade sticks. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has been their only redeeming factor in like yes. the last 15 years. <laughs> oh, God. I bought a Mad Cats, like uh, Nintendo 64, bought a Mad Cats uh, memory card. Uh-huh. You don't know how many times I cried because all of my stuff went missing. I got the expansion for Majora's Mask, uh, Mad Cat's version, and that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Jo- Fight Stick's good. Everything else, bad. <laughs> and never, ever buy a Nyko product, for the love of God. Whatever happened to Pelican? They're still around. They just don't, like, it's weird. Like, they usually do a lot of license stuff now. But, like, Pelican was never terrible. But, like, anything third party's going to run that issue. Actually, we can kind of slide into our next topic, which is uh, some analysts, because we all, everybody loves talking about analysts, especially oh, yeah. on the MASHcast. Uh, but analyst uh, Piper Jaffray, I'm going to go with Jaffray on that. Um, he says, uh, him and I guess his, his company, uh, they, they don't think that next-gen consoles are going to fare as well as... They- Current gen. Go ahead, Rob. The company is is Piper Jeffrey. Oh, okay. I thought it was not, a dude. Yeah, it's oh, analyst at, at Piper Jeffrey. There's not a guy. Himself. Well, who's Piper Jeffrey? They're pro- he's the probably company. the owner. I don't know. Or don't the company know. name. It's probably just some fucking name they came up with. Who knows? Why would you name your company that? Why do people name Why companies you name- anything? <laughs> Zynga. Who names your company Zynga? Nobody's name is Zynga. Unless you're, I don't know. So who's anybody's name is Piper Jeffrey? That's a, that doesn't have to be a real name. I'm gonna start making shit up, and I'm gonna make a business name. <laughs> but um, so the analyst at Piper Jeffrey, um, and just saying it like that, it kind of sounds funny, Jeffrey. You know, <laughs> but, I think it uh, sounds classier than saying you know whatever you said to start. Jeffrey. <laughs> I can't. I don't drink wine. I was like, yeah, I can think about it like while I'm drinking some type of cheap wine, but I don't know any wine names, so Lots that's a fail wine. for me. But um, yeah, box of wine. There we go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, bird rum or liquor. <laughs> <laughs> but getting on topic here, uh, they don't like. Like I said, they don't think that the the next gen consoles are going to sell as well as the current gen consoles. Um, 
mainly because they think that uh, social and mobile gaming are going to take huge chunks out of the market. Uh, so the number rundown is, well, overall, they think they, they think uh, new consoles should expect the decline of 53% on software sales during the first 14 months of retail. They think Wii U will only have 35% of the sales volume as the Wii. The PS4 will only have 50% of the sales volume as the PS3. And that the Xbox, well, whatever the new Xbox is called, let's call it the Durango right now, uh, will only have 55% of the sales volume as the Xbox 360. And when I read all this, I kind of, well, I guess it, uh, hmm, I guess it really doesn't matter because I was gonna say I kind of thought of like what did they think the sales were gonna be for the PS3 versus the PS2 and the Xbox versus the Xbox 360, because. I mean, based off of what was happening in the industry at that time, with the PS2 just completely dominating everything, mm-hmm. were were you gonna tell me in 2004 that Microsoft will be the king of console gaming? You know, by 2007. I really didn't think so, but it happened. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like people, you know, it, Sega is not gonna be here anymore. People would have been like, "What? What the fuck is wrong with you?" You know, back before you know Dreamcast and all that. You know, it was unthinkable. But oh, unthinkable fast. stuff happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. What um, blows my mind like, is he thinks it's still going to be like super lesser for the P- Sony, but I'm like, how horrible? Like, could it, how could it be worse than the PS3's launch? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he's an analyst and stuff, so I guess he he of course he bases the, these off of some numbers, but I think that it's that they're you know um, recent trends he's basing it off of, but really like. Who's going to be like, I'm not going to buy a PS4 because I can play Farmville or I can play Age of Empires, Facebook or Sims Whatever. Social, you know, like that, like, you know, people who buy consoles mm-hmm. typically don't buy them to just do like, you know, I'm trying to think of a word just to, you know, do that like social gaming, you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe they possibly they might buy it just to play Call of Duty. You know, maybe that's their thing. But still, that's Call of Duty. And that's something that you can't even compare to any social or mobile game right now. Yeah. I, I was well, kind of... How... Is Ghost Recon Online like a browser-based game? No. Okay. Nope. That requires a client. Okay. Uh, they are coming out with a Ghost Recon game for Facebook, but that's like a top-down strategy game. Right. You know. no, I mean, like, I can see to a certain, I mean, like, I don't, like, the the percentages he's talking about are, are stupid in a way. Like, I mean, like, do we think Wii U is going to do as well as we, like, just among Not us, else, amongst so. gamers? Like, no, we don't. But, like, he's saying, like, it's going to sell 35%. That's Not 35% less, but 35% of what the Wii, Wii sold. Right, like, that's that's a huge dip. Yeah, fifty percent for the PS4, fifty-five percent for three six, like for the next Xbox. Like, dude, like you're talking some really, really, like just ludicrous, actually. Like, well, drops. The, the thing you have to take, keep in mind also, though, is you have to like the Wii took off crazy. So, like, if the Wii U even gets like compared near to what the Wii got, that's amazing. Because remember, like. That like there was a shortage, like people were like killing each other to find those suckers yeah. for the mainly longest moms. time. Mainly, mainly moms. moms. <laughs> well, I was an idiot and stood outside for one. But see, that's why I got mine day one. <sighs> no line, no line. 
I had to wait outside Target for one. I, I've waited in line day one for one. I was disappointed later, but oh, I, I had an inside. I had an inside. Uh, I had inside help, so I kind of helped too. Hate <laughs> but I still you. Was no line. Hate you so much. Sat out in the cold. Hey man, it's all you know. I mean, it's every. It's it's who you know. You know. You got you, you got to make contacts, Mikey. Got to make. Thank contacts. you, college. I understand now. College taught me anything. It means my degree means nothing. It only matters what people I met. Networking, real yeah. life, yeah. disappointment, sadness, video games. <laughs> <laughs> video games is the only thing that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> uh, you see, this is not no, this is not supposed kidding. to be a pity party for the 50th Mash Cast. It's supposed to be a regular party. I think that I'm you sorry. may have lost the difference. I'm sorry. Let me go get a bottle of vodka and let's, let's make this a bit better. You're gonna hear sniffles <laughs> later on, like during yeah. the podcast, like. You know, <laughs> we're, we're talking a party that involves cake, not someone dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's Anyways. Sorry so, for bringing it up. Jeez. <laughs> What's the next article? No. Um. I. I mean, I, the the drops are really big, but the consoles. I mean, they sell a lot, like in an initial burst, but they don't. But like, they don't like this. The way that like iPhones have to sell like most of their, you know, on their opening weekend or the opening week that they're out. Like consoles don't do that because they're set up on different time frames. Like, yeah. at, like say for just for instance, like Apple, like and you know, iPhone is set up on basically like a, a nine month like time cycle, maybe a year, depending. So, but like consoles, like at least right now, are set up on like a ten year. Like it's all about like the long haul, like. Uh, as long as you keep continuously selling, which they're still doing, which is kind of silly when you think about it, because like how many people already have these consoles and like they still sell and you had PS2 that even still sells now, you know, I mean, not so much as it did, but like well into this generation, PS2 was still selling a lot. Um, and it, it, it's just kind of like two different, like, games that they're playing um in fact when you're looking at that the chart from the last article which nobody who's listening can see but they had uh, the comparison of like pc graphics you know console graphics and then like mobile and you kind of see like console like from last generation goes straight goes right up for the next generation and then levels off because where's it going to go it's the next generation like it stays that way until they get the next generation after that uh you know pc is always climbing and then like mobile like has like kind of like a weird like level off at the start and then just jumps up because that's what they do they they iterate so fast and those iterations that come out so fast like they have to sell fast otherwise how are you going to keep doing those iterate you know you do, yep. keep doing those iterations I so mean, buy- yeah i, I, I mean like they're they're major you're not going to sell as much in like if they're talking like when they first come out like no they're not going to sell anywhere near what like smartphones do Especially because um, of the price, you don't subsidize consoles. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's giving you a hundred dollars with a two-year plan for you know Xbox Live or something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I might buy an Xbox. <laughs> um, so I, I just don't think that this is like really like accurate, but it also depends on they're not really saying like what kind of time frame. So we can only assume they mean like over his whole lifespan, which I just I don't see it. I. I really don't like mobile and social and free to play and stuff is really is really it is it's popular, but I don't see it having been so popular that it will completely outweigh like an, another five years for a console, you know, for a next gen console. 
Yeah, I'm pretty much. And I think the one thing they he really didn't take in consideration, uh, and this is gonna be my my last point before we move on to our next topic, uh, is that consoles just aren't about games anymore, and they're gonna have as much media stuff as they had packed into these consoles. I think they're gonna have way more and better systems, uh, in the console and then in the, the next gen consoles, and they're gonna be advertised for more than just gamers. Oh, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, Xbox has been angling for that this generation. Oh uh, yeah, which is part of the problem. But yeah. well, that's a conversation for another day. Um, actually, it's a conversation for really soon from now. Actually, as soon as you get done. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, actually, kind of. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Our next topic talks about um Xbox Live. Uh, now we didn't. I don't think we talked about this on the Mashcast. Uh, it was some news that popped up last week. Talking uh, on somebody's resume, I forget who the guy's name was, but he worked with Xbox Live, and on his resume, he put that he helped Microsoft come up with a way to further monetize, um, to further monetize uh, Xbox Live subscribers. And there was also a thing before that that they had had a, a posting that was something about like further monetizing, but because of the way it was worded, everybody assumed it was related to them switching. Like a like an actual dollar based system, but apparently that might not have been it. <laughs> considering yes. what this is. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that. Even though some of the developers thought that it was going to a dollar system too, but I guess we'll find out later this year officially. Right. One thing that we do know as a fact is coming this year is that there will be more advertisements in your Xbox Live services. Um, right now, there's already uh, commercials and certain apps like they have like UFC, Crackle, Team Z, ESPN. Your game. your home screen has at least usually Tons for me at least every ads. time I turn it on, the yeah. bottom right corner is a, is a movie trailer or something. Yeah, it definitely does. So you know they already have tons of ads and stuff inside the service, and now apparently they're going to have even more. And you know when I when I first heard about this, I was kind of like, oh, God, here we go. And then I thought about it for like two seconds. I'm like, yeah, should have totally saw this coming. And the reason I say that is because um, they added this year, they've added so many more apps for media, okay. HBO, Comcast, uh, Show. Well, I don't know if they did a Showtime yet, but like Cinemax, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which, to be honest with you, are actually kind of redundant. In some of the apps, but I'm not going to get into it. But um, you know, we've added a lot of that stuff. But we haven't. I mean, we did see a, a price increase. I think about oh, like a, 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 over a year ago, maybe a year and a half at this point. Yeah, about two years ago. Yeah, it went up to sixty bucks instead of fifty because they had to cover costs. Yeah, and the, see, my, see, my thing is they haven't increased it more. Which the thing is, like, we know how these media companies work. Like, this is why. I mean, even a place like Hulu has trouble with content sometimes because these media companies want so much money for their content and the rules are so stringent, you know, stuff like that. So I'm, don't get me wrong, not giving them a pass here, but logically speaking, more than likely it was what ha- what's happening is that they are, instead of putting the price directly on the consumer and charging you more, they're putting the price into like the advertisements for the media companies. That's my theory. I still don't like it. But the thing about me is that I really don't use a lot of those media apps anyway. I mean, I use Netflix. I haven't been using that all that much recently. But the day 
that I get a I get an ad while I'm playing a video game. When I put a video game disc in, if I get an ad before the game, after the game, during the game, well, I'm burning somebody's studio down. It's coming, dude. I well, I hate to break already, it to you. Well, yeah. then you can visit me in jail. <laughs> this is the road like, that we're going down. They have like small little advertisements in games already. Like you'll see, like in I think, oh god, it's what game was it? What you're talking about though, because that's the game's choice. That's not. That's a choice. That's like They've a. They've been doing that choice. for a long time. You could, you know, like Need for Speed, or they had like the, you know, the the car ads on billboards and stuff like that, and Coke and Pepsi and all the stuff that's in every licensed game ever, Madden and stuff, Nike, all that. Like, mm-hmm. th- but that's that's all publisher developer choice. It, what what's getting what's happening now is you're talking about you know the walled garden that we're in i you know vis-a-vis xbox live as if i'm the guy from the fucking matrix um <laughs> <laughs> vis-a-vis ergo xbox live <laughs> um you're talking like microsoft putting actual ads in front of like when your game is loading instead of your game loading you get a Toyota ad or something before your game even starts. Man, and float times I really, that. really believe that this is where we're going. I do. Especially if you're willing to take... You already pay a premium to be... It's one, in a way, I would almost understand it if like PSN did it. Because you don't pay anything mm-hmm. for PSN. Like I would understand it more because it's like, oh, to get Netflix and Amazon and instant video and whatever. Like, you... There, there's some cost there to them, and they're not, they're not passing it on the consumer at any point. So, in a way, I would almost say like, oh man, that would make some sort of sense. I wouldn't like it either. But Xbox Live charges you a premium just to use all that stuff, and now they're gonna put ads in front of the stuff. And then, I, like, I can only see this getting worse. Like, if they're willing to do that in the first place, like, I can't imagine that they were not willing to like go further. Get ready for those Mountain Dew ads all up in your face. Yeah, like SSX starts Mountain Dew, man, do the Dew. <laughs> well, I could in sports games. I mean, oh, you, I can totally used to it. But actually, I'm talking like before you even get the play. yeah, that's the thing. Like in sports games, I can see it like getting a whole lot worse. Like I mean, full blown commercials during times at timeouts. Yeah, you oh, know, like, I, I mean, because I don't play like sports games, but I was in a barbershop and the guys are playing Mount. Uh, you know, they're playing. I was about to say they're playing Mountain Dew. <laughs> they're playing Madden. Advertising. Policy. Yeah, they're playing Madden, and it's like, yeah, blah blah blah, stats, stats, stats. This game was brought to you by Snickers. <laughs> like, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> we want to make like... it as much like real football as possible. Yeah, you know, that's they going for the realistic thing. And the next thing you know, you're going to be seeing like you know Fresca ads during you know, you... oh, yeah, and the time, and they're going to Dallas Cowboys take a timeout. We'll be right back. Yeah, you know, a Super Bowl game and Madden turns out to be just like ridiculous commercials. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I, I see it. I see it going like it, because they're and they're looking for ways to keep to keep monetizing. Yeah, they they will keep looking for ways to monetize. Um, hopefully, I mean, at some point, I do think there will be some backlash. Well, if this was PC, there would definitely be backlash. I don't know how the console guys are going. You're gonna 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 react to this. So like, I'd be mad just on the basis of paying sixty dollars. Like, yeah. it's gone up, and I'm still and now I'm seeing this crap. But yeah. that's just me. But that's why I don't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, the thing, like I said, for me, the ad, like, I mean, the ads don't really bother me all that much because, like, the only ones I see are all the ones on the tiles, you know. But kind of uses the apps. But hey, I don't know if if you do, if you're one of those people who uses all the apps and stuff like that, and you see the ads, like, how does it make you feel? Let us know. Talk to us. 
mm. in the comments. Yeah, how often do you see it? Let us yeah. know. I'm, I'm it, interested. Yeah. yeah. And like, do that repeat a lot of the same kind of ad over and over again to where you want to bash your face in. I imagine it does. But hey, that's just me. All right, but let's move on to our next topic. Uh, good news for publishers. There is an online retailer that is planning on selling, it's not selling, sorry, but sharing 10% of pre-owned sales with publishers. Um, it looks like the name of the website is EK Gaming. I have never heard of this place before. How about you guys? No, I've never heard of EK First Gaming. Time I've heard of it. I mean, I remember a while ago we talked about somebody who was looking to start like a... That's not them. That's I know, I know it's them. not. That's why I was like, I, I just remember that, and I was like, this isn't the same thing, so this is something new. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, actually, the guy that guy is in the comment section of this article. I he's somewhere in there, but I'm not gonna dig him out right now. <laughs> but uh, um, hmm. yeah, it's like it's supposed to be like EKG. That's what's highlighted here, like you uh-huh. know, you know the heart thing. But it's just EK Gaming. Never heard of it before, but it's an online retailer, and they are planning to share ten percent of free share share uh, sales um, with the publisher. And um, I think if if this if they are actually doing this, I think the publishers would definitely play ball with them. Like, you uh-huh. know, if they're giving them 10% of pre-owned sales, I could totally see EA Activision by, okay, if that's the case, we'll give you, we'll give you a lower price more free. Give you the codes. Get, or, get, like, or just like, get, uh, you know, you can buy our games, so, you, know, when they, you know, when they buy them wholesale, uh-huh. buy them at a cheaper price. That's their deal. Give us money for, it's for the uh, pre-owned stuff. We get you cheaper games. And then, you know, I've, I'm fuck. I, I would buy a cheaper game from them because I would still buy it new. My only thing is with their trade-in system, though, is that it's online. A lot of people are, would probably be kind of iffy about that. Well, is it? On, I I didn't look to see what, like how their trade-ins go, but doesn't that usually work? Um, where like you know you send like they send you an envelope, you send both co- you send your copy to them, the other person sends a copy to them, and they send them you know cross. Isn't that how it usually works for online trading? Uh, as far no, as I'm aware, because I don't think it like it it wouldn't make sense for them to do like a, or at least like I, anymore. I'm sure they maybe at one point somebody yeah. did it to or send this, this one guy, and somebody else send it back. Because <laughs> basically they just be a message service like, hey, this guy wants your game. Here's his address. Have a nice day. Right, like you kind of like organize <laughs> the swap and you make sure it's an actual swap. Yeah. And, and that's about it. You know, maybe they hold on to it in transit and make sure that they actually cross so yeah. that everybody gets their game. Because I'm pretty sure, like, I freak. What's the name of the website? It's not, uh, uh it's like, uh, it's like an game eBay offshoot. It's like yeah. an eBay offshoot where you can not just trade games, but you could trade stuff, just stuff in general. And, um, you know, I think that's how that works. But I can't remember the name of the website. I'm so terrible at remembering stuff like right off the bat, unless, you know. Well, I mean, unless we use it, it's kind of, it makes sense, but yeah, yeah, it's not something you see very often either. Exactly. So, but, um, yeah, they, uh, that thing, that thing, yeah, (laughs) it it exists. I swear to God. Okay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I could totally see publishers giving them, like, hooking them up with discounts and instead of having to sell, like, a new, um, let's say Max Payne 3 for PS3 and sell it, instead of selling that for 60 bucks, they get to sell it for 50. My, my curiosity would be, would be if you buy a used game from them, uh, would the, would, would they be willing to give them those, uh, online passcodes? Maybe that, or maybe that too, but they already do that for GameStop. 
Well, no, they, but they don't give them the online passcodes, do they? For the buying oh, you mean? That's, oh, that's yeah, I see what you're saying. They did that for like, Batman. Uh, like, yeah. That's the only one I know about. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I, that's what I was thinking about, like, you know, the, the starting DLC codes. But yeah, I see what you're talking about for, like, you know, games that use on a regular SSX, Need for Speed, stuff like that. Yeah, like it, how... Everything, now. Yeah. yeah, you know how, like, uh, Mass Effect 3 needed that code to access multiplayer. So maybe they'll give them the codes for their used games. Maybe that's how they'll... Maybe. I mean, there's so well, many ways they can help them out. Like, you know, I mean, I would only imagine, like, it would be foolish for them not to give them some type, make some type of deal with these guys. Yeah, especially if they're willing to give them, like, 10%. 10% back. That's 10% more than GameStop is given, you know? Yeah. And then who knows, like, if, if the publishers go with this strategy and they start helping these guys out and they see that these guys are actually picking up steam, maybe Amazon is going to be like, hey, We'll do 15%. Amazon can definitely afford it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, right. you know, it may, hey, that, that, that this may be the start of something good. You know, we may, we may look back on this years from now and be like, thank you, EK Gaming. It just thank depends so if the much. publishers are willing to help or not, really. Yeah, so that's where we'll see. Yeah, I guess we're going to see where, where, where things really lie, you know, mm-hmm. now. Like, where, where, you know, how, how greedy are these people? The- yeah, well, maybe the publishers will just take the ten percent, and not do a dang thing. Exactly. Probably. Which, yeah, which doesn't, you know, means that, that I wouldn't be surprised. Really but I mean, it would be nice if they would do something other than yeah. nothing. It would be in their best interest, but the only time will tell. Hopefully, hopefully, it sets off a train, chain reaction that you know it works out best for both the publisher and the consumer. But only time will tell. I uh, just want to point out one thing. Okay. I love their hilarious use of Circle of Life. That it's like a complete slap in the face to GameStop's use of it. That's it. Oh, Moving yeah. On. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't even really notice that. All right. So um, moving on to our next topic. Let's, we're going to talk a little bit about free-to-play. We're going to talk a little bit about Dota 2. We're going to talk a little bit about Mr. Gabe Newell, who is uh, you know, my personal yeah. Jesus Christ. But, um, have you, in fact, have we, speaking of Jesus Christ, have you seen the Penny Arcade Report interview with him where they had him with a, a fucking beard? I was like, whoa. Oh, the white beard? Gabe yeah. Newell rocking a beard. Beardy beard. Jesus yeah. beard, kind of. Jesus wore yeah, a, right, a white beard? It looked more like Santa to me. Well, I guess maybe. Santa game. I, I don't know. It was, it was surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Like That picture's been floating around. Uh, but, um... Yeah, so Dota 2 uh, is a, you know, everybody, well, not everybody knows what Dota is, but even if I said, I, even if I said it was an MOBA, you know, MOBA game, and you don't know what Dota is, it doesn't really matter to you. But it's like League of Legends, uh, Heroes of New Earth that we have right now. Um, both Blizzard and Valve are coming out with a Dota game uh, yeah. in, the, in the near future, but Valve specifically, we're talking about, so Dota 2, which is going to be free to play. Now... They're free to play. I mean, I, I can only you know you, you can get in for free, and then you can buy to upgrade stuff, probably buy new characters, all that good jazz that you always find free to play. But they are looking to try something new, where people who who uh, contribute to the community and are nice players get a discount, maybe up to playing free, and people who are douchebags pay more. That's that's not a. I guess that's not an officially. That's not no, an official yet. That's, but that's kind of the, the vibe that they're giving off based off of, uh, you know, his statements. I'll read a quote. He says, uh, he says, uh, he's talking about this process. Um, 
he says, so in practice, a, real, a really likable person in our community should get Defense of the Ancients 2 for free because of their past behavior in Team Fortress 2. Now, a real jerk that annoys everyone, they can still play, but a game, but the game is full price, and they have to pay an extra $100 if they want a voice. Um, there's been some, I say, some mixed reactions to this at best. Uh, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, it's a great idea. And, and go for it and totally. And some people are just like, oh, yeah, Valve can totally do this. And there's people like, oh, no, thank you. Really don't want a credit system, you know, in a, in a video game. Uh, you know, stuff like that. First of all, in my opinion, like, this this fixes no problems. First of all, this does not fix trolls. This does not fix griefers. Okay, because um, people are going to, they're going to troll and they're going to grief anyway even if they're not getting a discount or, you know, they, you know, have to pay more. And that's another thing. This will not work for there's two reasons why this would, there's two things that would, if, if, if it was set up like this, that wouldn't work. First of all, there can be no, uh, user influenced karma. Like you can't rate users. Like you can't downvote users. You can't upvote users. Like, Hey, you know, this guy was helpful or this guy was a douchebag. Yeah, they can't cool. do it based off of if people get kicked out or not. Reason being, Nice people get kicked out because they suck in servers all the time, you know? Yeah. They they do. And some people get kicked out of servers not because they're a bad person, but maybe just because uh, they may be talking too much, they have an annoying voice, mm-hmm. they may not necessarily just be getting along. Let's say, uh, you know, Rob comes into a server and me and Mikey are into the server and Rob is saying something that me and Mikey don't like because me and Mikey are friends, so we decided to kick vote him. You know, so anything that the user can affect, if they use the, like a, like a user influence karma system. Well, okay, go ahead. I only have one thing against it. Uh, I agree with you're saying that there has to be like some limits to the user, but um, League of I hate bringing League of Legends up again. Uh, but they have a tribunal system where people at level thirty, so they've played the game, they know like the experience, what it probably should be like, or whatever. And at the end of a game, like, you can always report people for a list of things that are there. And then that report will get sent to the tribunal. The tribunal um, is just level 30 players, but it's always random what case they'll hear. And the cases are graded based off multiple people, and you don't know who those people are all the time. Is the tribunal, like, voluntary? Yeah, you can, like, once you reach level 30. But you have to be thirty. That's the thing. You and uh, if uh, and the thing with the tribunal is you get rewarded for doing cases. You'll get like uh, influence points, which you use to buy characters, stuff like that. Yada yada yada. Um, but only if uh, you side with the more agreeable uh, thing amongst the people that voted. And since you don't know who all voted on this case, you're really having to use your you know, moral compass, kind of. I guess that can work, but we're talking about across multiple games here. We're talking about different communities, you know? Like, you know, uh, who, like in Team Fortress, if a vote came up, like, during, like between matches, you know how quickly I rush between that, you know? <laughs> you know, rush to get that done. Yeah. And not really pay too much attention, because I'm here to play a game, not to be a judge. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, well that's yeah, but that's voluntary then. Yeah, that's why the tribunal is like a thing. You go outside of the game and you go to their website and then you kind of just watch Kate. You go through these cases and then you vote based off whether the person was really being whatever. Like if they were saying racial slurs or things like that or they were trolling or they were what we call feeding, which is just tower diving over and over again just to lose the game. You know? That right. kind of thing. But now to control it in such a way, because, you know, I'm a, I, I assume that controls like a player rating, but they control it in such a way where if somebody starts to, um, you know, I, I guess get a bad rating or, you know, get marked as a bad person, that, that now they have to pay more. That was the next point I was going to get to. Like, I don't think this is gonna, this will work out very well for Valve if they're charging people more. Well, it's because either. Because they're not a I, good person. I would say either banner. They should either get banned for a while on like disciplinary things like sometimes that happens or a uh, ban or a uh, or I guess if they still want to keep playing and not go through the ban they could pay a fee I mm-hmm. mean you don't get your driver's license taken away you pay a fee instead I guess I don't know it's that's a whole other thing though I just completely ran off into a left field sorry no, no, I, I saying, it, makes, it makes sense but like um, yeah like I mean that could that's like from what it sounds like that's not just a simple, you know, being like kind of like a troll or just being somebody who's not helpful. And that's what Gabe is talking about here. Like somebody who is just like not is kind of being like a douche, but maybe not necessarily breaking any rules. See, it's hard to tell what he's going to do right now. It's just the yeah, ideas it's out there. And it's like, but it's there's so many different things that we don't know right now. So it's hard to like judge what this truly means for free to play. Well, that's why we're speculating now. Does oh, anybody yeah. remember the way that like Peter Molyneux talks about like say like Fable or basically any game that he ever does? <laughs> yeah, like he talks about it like as in in like an idealistic fashion instead of like a realistic one. Like you know, it's before anything is actually like getting done. And I feel like that's what Gabe is doing when he's talking about this. Like I feel like he's talking like idealistically. People that are douchebags would have to pay more to to get in, whereas people who are useful and and good to the community get in for free. I don't. Like I think everybody's taking what he's saying too far and 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 running with it as if like this is what he's saying the system will be like they don't even have a system um like i I think that it's much more likely to be it I don't think it'll be players, I think it'll be valve that really kind of like determines, and I don't think it'll be punishment as much as it'll be uh like rewarding players who are helpful because it's really because like you said like I don't think it would work to like try and punish somebody and charge them more money because it's really hard to like kind of like uh, police that in a way uh sort of like oh if you get banned or something <laughs> well that too but I mean like it it depends on you know, shit if you can stop somebody from like filing a lawsuit <laughs> you can make a ULA that says that if you're a douchebag you could you might potentially get charged more um but even beyond that, like it's it's very hard to like punish, but it's easy to reward, and I think that that may be more you know like more of the speed of what will actually end up happening. And I don't think it's going to be like as extreme as like oh well you get this sixty dollar game for free because you're useful. Like at least not at first. I think it's something that has to like eventually like move up to that to that standpoint. Um, 
I, I think that you see more of like an incremental, like you may get discounts on like, you know, you get 10% off of like stuff in the store, you know, if you want to buy something in a free to play game or whatever, because you participate and you're useful and you, you help other people if you have like a mentoring system. And I think Valve will release that more so than it'll be player run because player run runs in all sorts of issues. Like if you leave it up to players to police themselves, sometimes it can work, sometimes it doesn't. But I think it's going to be more of a, you know, like, here's the carrot to do good, you know, like positive reinforcement type of thing. Yeah. What I think is going to happen is like, there's going to be, uh, you're going to get adi- like additional in-game credits. If you do stuff, like if you coach people, you get good ratings, you do this and do that, you know, you build community mods. Like, and that's what he's talking about and put it in the steam works. I think there's going to be, you're going to get in-game currency for what you've done, which should, you know, that ultimately leads you to playing for, to, for for actual free as opposed to having to buy upgrades that you might normally buy. It will help you get into the game faster. But I can't see. I don't think Valve is going to punish players. I mean, who, who knows? We'll see. I don't really don't like the idea of Valve policing the community because that's not really what they've done ever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they should leave... PC communities, you typically just leave them to themselves and they'll police themselves and they'll balance themselves... It is, but if you're going to be offering people, like, money off or extra things, like, for your game, I think that they have to police it themselves. I I think that otherwise, like, unless you're going to give people meaningless stuff for being better players or being better people or something, like, I think that's the only way you let them police themselves in that case. Because you can't give give too much then. Right, well, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of anybody policing (laughs) the communities. You know, know, that's that's just... I guess I'm from the old school. That's how I think it should be done. But um, yeah, so we'll see what Valve does with that. You know, more. I'm pretty sure they'll definitely drop some new, more news on this soon, uh, depending on how quickly you know Dota 2 is going to be out. Which is, I think, isn't it supposed to come out later this year? Dota 2. Uh, Early next year. Release, like, is there a release date? I don't think there's a release date. No. For games like this, they typically they don't it's, don't have uh, like hard tough. release dates like. A year it's on in Valve advance. Time. Exactly. It's like they don't tell you hard release date like a year in advance. Like a game, like a mobile, like it's typically like a couple, like a month or two. Like, okay, this is the release, but we'll see a beta before that. So I'm pretty sure we'll see what happens. Well, Dota 2 is in beta. It was closed beta. So yeah, I'm yeah. talking about open beta. Open, yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's let's move on to our next topic, which is regarding uh, death threats from from the gaming community and developers. And Rob brought up the topic, so I'm actually going to let him lead the way. So go ahead, Rob. Well, basically, it's a, it was an article I was on Kotaku. Um, <clears throat> and it mostly came up as a result, I guess, of like Robert Bowling. Like he left, um, well, Infinity Ward, Activision. I guess it's usually just Activision at this point <laughs> um, earlier this year. And it, it basically, like, it, it kind of exploded like the day he announces like his leaving because like people just firebombed him basically with just like negative like death threat type stuff and then i guess you know they went and went and talked to him about it and they found out that, i mean of course like knowing what the call of duty shooter communities are like that it like obviously that wasn't like the first time you ever gotten death threats um in fact the first time was uh back in 2009 which actually almost surprises me that it it, it hasn't been that long <laughs> um but I mean, like, 
none of these are cases because then they went and talked to other people. Some people who wanted to remain nameless, uh, a lot of different developers and stuff. Uh, my uh, Notch got death threats recently because he took down a site or he talked to the guy to take down a site that was just giving away Minecraft for free. Um, and like he got death threats over that. And it's like, wait, he got death threats because he had someone shut down a site that was giving his game away for free. That's not free. <laughs> right. Um, but it's just basically kind of like a, an overview almost of like the, the fact that like, and, and bowling puts it like kind of in an interesting perspective because he says that it, he really just takes it as people who are really passionate about games and just don't know how to like express it, express Yeah. Express themselves. You know, they have stuff they want to say. They have something they actually want to get off their chest and they have no other way that they know how to express it except to be like, bah, fuck it, I'm going to fucking kill you. And the only like, None of these, none of the cases are really like terrible as far as like nothing like happened to any of these people or anything. Although bowling did, and I guess like I mean it's it's something because it's the friggin' Call of Duty community and Call of Duty being what it is. But he actually, they actually got to the point where uh, he, man, where was it? Oh, when they took out Last Stand, but they had something called Final Stand in Modern Warfare Three, and it. It was different circumstances, like how that worked. It like it wasn't the same thing, but people were like, "Oh, well, you were a fucking liar." So people like doxed him and got like his address, like his, like all his information, his kid's name, his girlfriend's name, and were like sending death threats to like his girlfriend and like children and stuff. And then people started sending stuff to his house, <laughs> like God. packages, and they got to the point where they were like, "If we didn't order it, they throw it in the they throw it in the garbage," like regardless. So, in the way, like, he says that it's basically kind of like a, he took it in the, as a sense of, like, I'm going to try and figure out, like, what what part of this is useful to the team for development and just kind of ignore the death threat part because it's like, you know, people have also sent, like, apology letters and stuff since he's resigned because they said that, like, oh, I know I said really terrible things to you and stuff like that, which is weird, but... You know, I guess it's better than them being unrepentant about it, I guess. Um, yeah, but there's just, there's, there has to be another way for people to just like, I mean, I don't know where a situation where sending a death threat is ever okay. I in, in, in terms of video games, I would have to pretty much say, at least for my part, never. It's yeah, a video game. Yeah. It's a video game. It's just. It's a video just, game. It, it's. <laughs> People wake up. Like, um, one thing that he did say that was funny though is that apparently, like, a large percentage of like the death threats that he receives, or at least ones that they follow through on. Um, well, actually, follow through on them. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not, I mean, the ones that like they he takes to Activision because like they're especially like specific uh-huh. or something like that. Because a lot of them, and one thing he says it's funny, and I'm like, man, it's so reflective of like. The video game, like you know, internet generation, is that most of the death threats involve like him dying under his own power, like go die in a fire, fall off a bridge. I hope you drown. Like nothing that would actually require any effort. And I just yeah, think that, I, that I wouldn't even call those death threats, though. That's just I, like wishing horrible things upon somebody. It is, yeah. but at the same time, like I mean, I think it is in, in a way. It is a death threat because you. I say it to people all the time in Counter Strike. <laughs> I hope Wait, you jump of off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it. Hey, I don't really want him to die. 
most of the time. And that's the, and I guess that's the kind of thing. But um, the things that are like especially specific and things that are like a little bit like too disturbing, you know, actually usually turns out to be like when they actually follow like Activision actually follows through and finds out what happened uh, or who did it or like takes it to the police. Did they find out that most of those like the large percentage of those is from underage players? And then they yeah tell them what they do. <laughs> oh. Well, they have an agent contact their family and inform them of the type of communication they're sending. And he just said that's always very entertaining because it's like <laughs> and, like he's like talking people that are too young to buy like modern like M-rated games, not even yeah. just people under 20 or something. He means like people that are like under 17. That dress, I hate that so much. That's and I, I, I mean, in a way, like to me, that's just kind of like it's just weird. The whole thing is like, I mean, like people get death threats in all sorts of like different mediums and stuff. But, like, it seems to me that, like, video games are especially, like, it, it almost stems from that whole entitlement issue to me. Like, that's what I read it as, a lot of it, is that, like, like one guy from a MMO, like, he was one of the people who wanted our name nameless, said that they literally, like, and this was a regular thing for their MMO, that they had to shut down the servers for three minutes, like, each night. And, like, this particular time, they were instituting, like, new combat changes that were supposed to be really awesome and great. And it's not like a notification, and he literally got like, if you shut down the server right now, I'll fucking kill you, <laughs> like in response. And it's like, that's an entitlement issue. <laughs> like, whatever I'm doing is so important that you cannot shut down the server that you shut down all the time to give me new stuff, like, because I'm doing something right now. Like, that that's what I read it as. Like, I just read it as like a huge entitlement thing for this generation. The same way that you know people want people to change games for them all together and everything else like it, it seems like we have an issue like really expressing ourselves correctly or expressing ourselves in a real way like it's almost like because you grow up playing like those shooters and stuff like that that in terms of like anytime you're connected to a video game at all even if it's like talking to an actual person related to that video game that you can't get out of that like teabag like mode that you know like yeah. I'm gonna kill you and rape your mother because I just but, shot you with a grenade launcher like but do you feel that like person. but do you feel like like how things have been going lately where people where companies have been like doing like I don't know how to say this uh they're not caving in I don't want to say they're caving in they're like listening to what these crazy people are saying basically and making certain changes and all that. Do you think that's, though, that's, like, reaffirming the action for them to keep doing it, though? Nah, I don't think so, because they're yeah, going to do it anyway. It's not like they're, they're not kowtowing every time that, like, somebody's like, oh, I'm going to kill you if you don't, you know, keep this the same or give me dedicated servers. Like, that's yeah. not happening. Like, and, and a lot of times, too, is that the problem is that, like, all these death threats and stuff, like, they may go to somebody who's involved or a community manager or somebody who's, like, you know, close to the game, but they don't, like, you're not talking to, like, Bobby Kotick. Like, nobody's got, like, a direct line to Bobby Kotick. Well, I'm going to fucking oh, rip yeah. Yes, if you don't change the shit in Call of Duty. And he's like, oh, shit, yeah, we'll change that shit right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Not, yeah. that's not what's happening. Like, you're, you're going to somebody, and the best they can do is, like, and at least in Bowling's case, is, like, to try and relate what they think you're trying to say to the yeah. team. But even then, like, most of the time, like, those, a lot of those complaints are going to fall on deaf ears because they're stupid complaints. And even if, and if they're not, find a way to better express yourself. I don't even know. Maybe this is just a cautionary tale more so than a news story. But I just thought it was really interesting how frequent 
it is. Do is do you think that the that maybe they like maybe people don't feel like they're being heard or something? So this is the only way they feel like they can be heard. I think I think it's the insistency. Yeah, I think it's the extreme. I think it's the sensationalism that if you like where the like it's like the internet is like the outrage machine, and what can generate more outrage than telling somebody you're gonna kill them? Mm. And they'll listen to me. Then they'll yeah. pay attention to what I'm saying. Except that it got lost in the fact that you just said you were going to fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also the fact that they're behind, you know, that wall uh, of being anonymous. Anonymity, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the, what was that? Oh, there's an equation. Oh, the internet fuckwad. Yeah. Yeah. Total yeah. fuckwad. Yes. Yeah, basically. That's the thing. Like, you know, the vast majority of these people would never do it, you know, yeah, and it, unless they totally never even nuts. say it in purpose. Like they could go to a, you know, to the Call of Duty XP or whatever the the convention they had and shake his hand, and like they would never say something like that, you yeah. know, like who's going to do that? You'd get taken out in fucking cuffs. Like exactly. they knew that, like, and they have no intention to follow through on it, which is why the internet's like that convenient place where, well, I could say this most terrible thing so they pay attention. But nothing comes of it for me, I guess, except in those cases where they follow through on it and you're a 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah, pretty. And they tell your mom. <laughs> yeah, that you're sending death threats to people over a video game. You just guarantee that you'll never see Call of Duty again, actually, I think, in most of those cases. Exactly. So Who sometimes. Knows? Yeah, a judge may even be like, well, you can't play video games. Obviously, you're violent. Oh, yes, those are always fun. Got him. Yeah. You can't L-M-A-O listen to this. At you. Yep. yep. But hey, I, I, I mean, uh, this definitely, I mean, this, it definitely doesn't represent gaming as a whole. No, no. It, it's just, this, I wouldn't even, I mean, it's, it's a small percentage. So, like, you know, I don't, this article wasn't really trying to relay that anyway, which is good. Um, but, you know, it's the loudest people. It's the extremists that you always hear about, you know. Yeah, in fact, they said, like, you know, the most, most people, because they're happy, don't say anything. And that's, that's the internet in general, like, the same way that you go to message boards. And, like, it's the outrage machine. Anything, people can go on and get really angry about stuff. But if you're happy and you're okay, well, you don't have much to say. So you don't say anything at all. You don't go somewhere to go vent. You yeah, just play exactly. your game or do whatever. Yeah. All right, some of us, like, engage in the trolls. I like doing that sometimes. It can be fun. If I have some free time, why not? <laughs> Go poke them a little bit, you know. I don't know. I better. I better use some of my time. Usually, than the mess with the troll. I would. I'd rather go play games. I know, man. You, <laughs> and in fact, by engaging a troll, you 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 justify their action because they got what they wanted. Well, they not, it depends. Attention. It all depends how you react to them. Yeah. All if you you know if you're lol about it, that usually makes them a little bit more angry. It kind of feeds me, you know. Well, you, you, you feed each other then. <laughs> hey, it's a part of a balanced ecosystem, you know, circle of life. I'd rather the troll <laughs> place, though. Oh, but oh, I gotta take I gotta take next place this week. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna wrap up our topics there. Let's uh, look at what's coming out next week. Um, let's see. So next week we have Terra Sniper Elite V two. Um, not familiar with it. Sounds V1, basically. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat for the Vita. Um, Did you see that commercial for that? Negative. It's actually pretty cool. It's weird. The, the Katana Molina, yeah, the yeah. Katana Molina one. It was just, ne- it was just neat. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Hmm. 
So there's that. There's awesome knots coming out for PSN and Xbox Live Marketplace. Uh, Nexus for the PC. So, yeah, I mean, some decent stuff coming out. Terra, definitely one of the, you know, it's definitely uh, one of the more expected, uh, I guess, MMOs this year coming out before Guild Wars. Uh, we don't even know if Terra is really going to be around that long, depending on how that lawsuit goes. <laughs> So, I don't know. Don't spend Wait. too much money on that game. Which <laughs> uh, lawsuit? There, there's like a lawsuit between NCSoft and whatever company owns Terra. Uh, because um, uh, NCSoft says that the people who built Terra are like... Because they're, they're ex-NCSoft employees. Oh, that's right. They said they took like assets and stuff like that to yeah. build the game. Like they were working oh. on the side at NCSoft. Yeah, I remember yep, that yep, now. Yep. Yeah, so, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode of the MASHcast. You can catch us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. You can catch us on iTunes and on Stitcher Smart Radio for your iOS and Android devices. You can also listen, uh, you know, on their website directly, but you might as well just go to SoundCloud at that point. Or our website. Feel free to visit (laughs) mashthosebuttons.com. Or you can listen outside Jared's window every Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Give it a well. shot. I yeah, that'll really uh, that'll, that'll go, go real well for you. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that. <laughs> Death threats, internet, <laughs> stalking. Yay! Oh god. Fifteenth episode. Yeah. Unless you're like a, like a like a small petite woman, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But uh, you're yourself to a whole world of trouble by saying that. You, know. <laughs> you realize. Uh, you're gonna wake up died up in somebody's basement gonna be a small petite woman you asked for it <laughs> well then I can't be too upset she's gonna be the gold dragon tattoo <laughs> like, well, at least I'm gonna die happy no <laughs> we'll see um, but uh, yeah also on twitter uh, twitter.com slash mtb site and facebook.com slash mash those buttons um, noticing a, lot, a couple of new people on facebook and twitter and all I can say is welcome and I Hope you listen to the MASH cast and enjoy what we bring. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap us up. Nick Zellenkevich will be back next week, hopefully. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. So thanks for listening. And you guys have a good night, day, it's whatever day, time you listen to. Whenever you're listening. One thing I want to point out before we go, though. Okay. Also, youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Oh, snap. I have seen oh, Kotaku and Joystick recently, which yep. was pretty cool. But we also put the MASHcast Pluses on there. So also keep an eye on that because it's yeah. a good place to go, too. Yeah. There's right now there's only one MASHcast Plus. Different stuff. Yeah. yeah. But there's going to be more. The reason there's only one MASHcast Plus is because every time we do one, it, it turns into a special <laughs> edition because we talk for so long. We're trying to work on that. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna. We're gonna clean that shit up for you. Yeah. <laughs> Get some more pluses out there. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Until next time. Yeah, all right.